When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Luna the Podcast. My name is Carolina Salazar, also known as the Carolina Lifestyle on TikTok and Instagram. My goal with this podcast is to demystify modern spirituality, talk about all things holistic health and wellness, and to also empower you to show up as your best and highest self. Thank you so much for being here. I look forward to seeing you in the show. Welcome back to Luna the Podcast. I'm so grateful you're here today, tuning in to the podcast again, or if you're new here, thank you so much for listening. Welcome to Luna the Podcast. I hope you stay and I hope you enjoy this episode. We're back with another guest one, which for me are always some of the most fun episodes to record for you guys because... I love connecting with people. I love learning from other people. I love hearing their stories. I love making new friends. So I had a lot of fun with this recording. I actually recorded it in person with the guests here in my apartment. I was chatting with Manasa and Ishiga, who are the hosts of There's Plenty in 20 podcast. And they also are really good friends. They went to They're from the same hometown and it was just really fun being in their energy. We talked about being a 20-something and post-grad life, navigating adulthood and just the change in identity from being a student, being a child essentially to being an adult and reparenting. We talked about spirituality, their experiences with spirituality and manifestation. We also talked about feelings and emotions and navigating all of that, as well as their experiences with anxiety and my own experience of anxiety. We talked about mental health. We talked about basically everything. The conversation was so flowy and we had a lot of fun recording. So I think you guys are going to really enjoy it because it really felt just like a conversation with friends. So I'm sure you're going to take a lot of value from it. I think you're going to really love them and I'm just excited for you to check it out. So I will keep this intro short. If you're enjoying Luna the podcast, if you've been listening to a few of these episodes, I would really appreciate if you took a couple minutes of your day couple of seconds to drop a five stars because you're the freaking best and i love you very much either on spotify at the top of luna the podcast or on apple podcasts i will link to apple podcasts on the show notes so you can know where to go if you want to leave a written review which helps me a lot so would love 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 if you could take a minute to do that and if you enjoy this episode make sure to share it with your friends share it on your story share with anyone who you think will have value to take away from it and who will enjoy listening to this conversation and also dm me dm manasa dm ishka or dm them on their podcast account just to share what you thought and make sure to tag luna the podcast and their podcast at there is plenty in 20 if you share this on your story and with that being said let's dive into this juicy amazing conversation you're gonna love it and i'm so excited for you to check it out so with that being said i will see you on the other side to Luna the podcast i'm here with another amazing guest episode i'm so excited to be recording in person with mana and ish mm-hmm. they are the hosts of plenty and 20 podcast and mana is also one of my really good content creator friends yeah. in the health and wellness world <laughs> so i am going to hand it over to them to just give a little intro on yourselves what you do what your podcast is about and yeah mm-hmm. also if you know your sun moon and rising mention that too yes <laughs> okay hi i am mana um, the co-host of There's Plenty in 20. Um, I moved to New York back in November and Ish and I started this podcast like I think it's been like yeah like more than a year now 
know a little more and we're like on season two of our podcast we talk a lot about our 20s a lot of the struggles that we go to go through every week a lot of have a lot of fun guests Mm -hmm. too but i'll let ish introduce herself too (laughs) i never know what to say about myself (laughs) okay um my name is ishika i'm so happy you called me ish because like i've never had a nickname and i feel like it makes like it makes it feel like cool like to have i don't know i love i love people calling me ish um but my name is ishika i grew up with manasa so we grew up in central new jersey and now i also recently moved to the jersey city area so still jersey but right near the water um yeah, I went to Rutgers. Um, again, Mana said, as Mana said, we started this podcast last year, and it's just been a really cool way, um, I think, for us to like have passion inside of our nine to fives, also, yeah. and like spend time yeah. together. So it's really fun. Yeah, yeah. amazing, <laughs> lovely. I'm yeah. so excited, and I think it's really awesome to be able to talk about our twenties because mm-hmm. it's something everyone goes through, like yeah. graduating college and moving to a new city, or like just moving to a city as an adult and kind of taking on that identity. Mm-hmm. And the identity shift that happens when you're like no longer a student yeah. and you kind of have to take complete care of yourself. Yeah. So, yeah, I would love to kind of start there, maybe talking a little bit about what it's like to be a post-college grad and what your transitions have been like since graduating yeah. and just balancing work and everything. Mm-hmm. I think because of COVID, it feels like sometimes I feel like I've graduated like so much earlier than I mm-hmm. actually did because during COVID, like I moved home. So I've been home for like so long and then I just moved to New York right after that. So it's been like a different transition, mm-hmm. I feel like than most people maybe because like, you know, you graduate college and then maybe you go home after that. But I don't know. It's been like I feel like a roller coaster, a lot of highs, a lot of lows. And I feel like that's like a lot of what our 20s -hmm. kind of has Mm -hmm. hit me with. Um, It's challenged me in ways that I never thought could even like come to me for. Like I I feel like I didn't experience this many highs and this many lows in college as much as I do now because I feel like yeah. in the real world you experience things on a greater level. You you put yourself out there a little bit more so like it's more um you're more open to like different uh, troubles or good experiences. So, I don't know. It's like a whirlwind. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Ish? Yeah, I feel like you're right. I think COVID, I, obviously we don't know what the transition would have been like not with COVID, yeah. but I just feel like it's been so, I don't know. I feel like we really missed out with the, with the socializing aspect mm-hmm. of the end of college going into transitioning because I think adulthood is lonely already. Yeah. Like starting a job yeah. and graduating oh God, from college yeah. and now it's even more lonely because you're like trying to do that with COVID going on and yeah. all these other um, things. But yeah, it has been interesting. Um, I don't know. I think it's been good to get out. I just moved out this month, like three weeks ago. And oh my gosh. it's been it's been good to get out, but I've been at home for so long that I just got so used to being at home. So that's another added like yeah. part of it. So true. I think that's like a whole added layer for people who graduated during COVID or like had an aspect of their college experience be during COVID. Because yeah. the same thing happened to me. I was studying abroad when COVID hit. And so I didn't get a really an abroad experience. I was only there for a month. Came home in Florida. So I was in Florida with my parents for essentially like a year and a half. Yeah. Like I moved back home junior year, mid junior year. Mm-hmm. And then I was there like junior, that part of junior year, summer. Mm-hmm. And then senior year came around and a lot of my friends went back to school, like back to campus and I didn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I only went back to campus March of 2021 yeah. and I was there for two yeah. months. Mm-hmm. And then that was when like I graduated and then I was home for that summer. Yeah. And then I moved to New York in August. So I was home longer than some of my friends. Mm-hmm. So I got really used to it. And I think a whole aspect of that was not having that much of a social life I was home for so much that I was just so used to just being me and my parents Mm -hmm. and my boyfriend and us just chilling (laughs) so coming to New York which is like a bubbling city so active so go 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 very masculine energy just Mm -hmm. like goal oriented it's definitely been an adjustment for me Mm -hmm. so I think that's something so real that we have to also acknowledge for us, especially in probably someone who's in their early 20s right now, Mm -hmm. that COVID has kind of shaped everything. And it's only now that I kind of feel Mm -hmm. like things are more normalized and not like fear 
inducing but yeah. i agree even the end of our college experience was kind of crazy i am such an introvert so for me in the beginning i was like this is so great like i <laughs> love being home and then i realized it was like not letting me get out of my comfort zone at all because i so much enjoy like spending my alone time i like living at home with my parents like mm-hmm. i just got so comfortable and i realized i am not i'm not growing i'm just like stagnant and i feel like your 20s is what that's supposed to be and what i wanted that to be so i really had to like push myself i think covid like kind of let me be in my bubble a little bit which is bad yeah i like uh, relate to a lot of what you were saying before um i feel like the introvertedness like i was actually very very extroverted in college like i loved being around people like very social like love talking to people and i think my introvertedness came out a lot during covid like i spent so much time alone (laughs) which i absolutely love because i feel like i grew so much during covid because of that i spent so much time alone but now now that we're in the real world my introvert self like just wants to be like by itself like it's I feel like it's like a weird transition to try to get back into like the real world and try to get back to like that extrovertedness because like I feel like I've changed yeah definitely mm -hmm. I feel that too like Mm -hmm. I in college was like the party girl like so (laughs) social like literally like social butterfly Uh loved being around people Mm -hmm. and I just felt like I was very much in like the party culture in college, mm-hmm. like work hard, play hard. And then COVID hit and I was like, wait, my body is like <laughs> needs some attention and like mm-hmm. I need to take care of my health. And, yes. you know, I think then I started becoming this like extroverted introvert mm-hmm. where if I'm about to go into a social setting and I don't know anyone, which is a lot of your 20s, I'm a little bit more anxious or just before I'm like, oh, like, how's it going to be here? Yeah. I just feel a little bit like that. And then when I get there and maybe I start talking to people, I kind of tap into that yeah. extroverted side again. And I, I was in a call earlier today with my boss. And I, it was a good call. Mm-hmm. And I left the call, like, I was, like, kind of, like, jumping around. <laughs> um, in my apartment. Pedro, my boyfriend, comes out. And he's like, we're so different. <laughs> and I'm like, I, why? Because you're an introvert. And, like, you leave a call being like, oh, my God, I'm so afraid. And I leave my calls, like, jumping. <laughs> that's but, so yeah, funny. I feel like that's kind of me. Mm-hmm. We went back to our college town, like, a couple, a few months ago now yeah. for, like, a date night. And... Uh-huh. Afterward, we're like, we cannot hang anymore. <laughs> like, what happened in the one year since we graduated? It hadn't even been one year. It was like six yeah. months. We're like, what is going on? Yeah. But I kind of love that, like, I've, like, tapped into the introvertedness because I kind of, mm-hmm. it, like, made me slow down a bit because I was, like, I feel like I was super go, 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 like, constantly mm-hmm. around people that, like, sometimes I feel like when you're 100% only around other people, you kind of lose sense of yourself a little mm-hmm. bit. And I feel like that's how I felt after I reflected on that. I was like, I spent so much time around other people that I didn't really know who I was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think yeah. that's what COVID did to like so many people too. Yeah. It kind of brought people inward. Yeah. yeah. And it like makes you really think about like who you are, like what you like to do and like yeah. what your interests are and your interests that are not influenced by what other people like. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like when you are truly alone with yourself, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think I'm too good at being alone. So no, it's seriously, seriously. Like, like she knows this, right? So like, I think I have to like make conscious effort to surround myself with people who are extra. Because I'm, I'm honestly not gonna be the person to be like, let's go do something. But if people around me yeah. are saying it, I, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. So I think like. I think for me, it's almost made me feel the opposite where I was alone so much to the point where I was like, I need, like, it kind of pushed me to be yeah. like, oh, so I, like, I do also value, you know, being around people, but I still think I get energy from my alone time. Yeah. I mean, I, that's why I consider myself an extroverted introvert because mm-hmm. I have a lot of energy to give mm-hmm. and I love being around people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I leave social settings feeling completely energized mm-hmm. most of the time, mm-hmm. but I also recharge in my alone time yeah. mm-hmm. and I think everyone needs to embrace alone time and yeah. I think that's also what our 20s is a lot about is like learning to be your own best friend yeah. learning to like date yourself and yeah. be the one for yourself mm-hmm. something so. I love about living in New York and just like being around so many things is like you can go on dates by yourself by just like literally walking out of your apartment and being like okay I'm gonna go to this restaurant eat by myself and just spend time by myself or like this weekend I like 
went to a park and just like spent time by myself and it's like it's so beautiful like sitting within with yourself and just like enjoying that time yeah Yeah. for sure i honestly haven't done that yet (laughs) i like haven't gone to a restaurant in new york and like experienced that or i guess done that as intentionally Mm -hmm. when i was living in my old apartment i was really close to the uh like east side yeah it's not a highway but like east side walkway yes um and so i used to go on walks there a lot by myself i still do that like Mm -hmm. i like going walks um and spending time with myself that way or i would like take myself on little lunch dates where i would just sit in this grassy area outside of my apartment and i would just eat in nature when it was warm outside um but (laughs) seeing your instagrams about that yeah you remember (laughs) Yeah. yeah 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 and that was so like therapeutic and yeah. so nice especially with work from home mm-hmm. but i also feel like now especially with winter it's kind of hard or it's been harder for me to find that time to be with myself mm-hmm. but it's really important mm-hmm. and i think finding that right balance of social life and alone time is something i'm learning a lot about in mm-hmm. my 20s isn't that funny i remember in college the first time i ate lunch alone like i went to dining hall completely on my own and i was like this is so like embarrassing for me like i have no one to go with and then you just realize that adulthood is like so much of it is is that like being alone and then you realize like i felt like this is important mm-hmm. and i feel like it's so funny because in, in high school it's like so much about like who are you like sitting with and who are you like doing things with like being alone is weird but it's not it's really not mm-hmm. i think adulthood is like a lot of that is figuring that out yeah for sure mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i think something you guys mentioned too is like it can be very lonely mm-hmm. like that balance between i'm alone and i'm happy with myself mm-hmm. versus i'm feeling lonely is also like an axis that we kind of have to navigate yeah yes. along yes. the way um you were mentioning before we forgot to mention our sun moon and rising oh. yes yeah, so do you know your sun moon and i don't rising? know <laughs> i know i know you know yours what are yours um i'm well, I'm a Libra, and my rising is Libra, and my moon is Taurus. Yes. yes. Venusian queen, literally. Because <laughs> Libra is ruled by Venus, and Taurus is ruled by Venus. Venus. So. A lot of Venus. Wait, the other day I was trying to look mine up, and I don't know. I don't think I accessed a proper website. Do you know your sun sign? Yeah, I'm a Gemini. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. That's all I know, unfortunately. <laughs> okay. I was trying to look up. Yeah, I couldn't. I didn't figure it out. But You need your birth time to figure out okay. all, like, all of it. Okay. But even if you don't have your birth time, you can know everything except your rising sign okay so you should look it up after. i also do know my birth time okay i'll look it up after this okay. yeah i'll figure it out okay yes. you'll have to let me know i'm excited okay. Okay. yeah <laughs> yeah it like tourist season right now too it is yes. yeah yes. so my birthday was last thursday today's monday so like four days ago mm-hmm. and i'm the first day of Taurus like mm-hmm. on the year that I was born I was like first hours of Taurus yeah this year Taurus season started two days before so it kind of changes a little but we are in Taurus season so I feel like everyone's kind of feeling the Taurus energy <laughs> yeah. like everyone's like a little slower like less energy like airy season is like let's go, go. <laughs> let's take action let's plan let's just do 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 and then Taurus season comes around it's like wait but like chill let's stay home and lay on the couch and watch movies what is gemini season gemini season is kind of like let's talk about things like let's catch up because i feel like how we get such a bad rep and like i never know right gemini gets a bad rep but i don't think it deserves it like thank you i I like gemini energy (laughs) gemini is all about like lightness and playfulness it's kind of like embracing your ability to kind of know a little bit about everything okay. also like i don't know if you know a lot of random facts um uh, or if you're like just kind know. of i feel like a lot of gemini's will just throw like oh did you know it's <laughs> you are like wait that. do i do that yeah you do do that oh okay yeah because <laughs> gemini is ruled by mercury so it's a lot about communicating it's a lot about like okay. talking about things and wanting to like yeah, i'm laugh. a big talker i'm a big talker okay yeah like having good conversation and a little banter like being witty stuff like the that banter. Like, wait gemini. i was gonna ask you where did you study abroad when you went abroad? i was in milan oh yeah okay. did you guys go abroad yeah. we both went to london together so when you yeah, said banter so. i think of my london slang oh yeah because i say that banter i say yeah. banter have you ever watched love island no okay Okay, I started watching it when we were in London, and they I, say they like, say banter, banter all the time. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Did you guys enjoy London, or were you also there during COVID? Um, no. So we studied abroad our sophomore year, which I think is a little nice. younger than like usually people go their junior year um but yeah we just like it was a lot of fun we like traveled a lot Mm -hmm. like some of our it was cool because we knew each other Mm -hmm. and then we 
like made a ton of friends there. Yeah. So I think yeah. it was cool going in with like at least one person that I knew. Mm-hmm. And they feel very comfortable with. Yeah, yeah. But this way it wasn't like I had all my friends. It like forced us to still make new friends yeah. and and like get our get out of our shell. Yeah. So it was nice. And I was really happy that Ish was also the one that I was also studying abroad with because like we both push each other to like do things yeah. and like meet new people because sometimes when you go somewhere with someone who's like you're super close with sometimes you can get stuck in your little bubble yeah. and you like don't want to like get outside of that yeah. but I feel like both of us like really push each other to like go meet new people I feel like we literally yeah. think about London all the time we literally text me being like I want me wanting to like, book a flight to London right oh. now it's like I'm looking at looking at tickets I feel that way about Milan too <laughs> and isn't it like anyone who goes abroad everyone's like it's all you talk about I'm like yeah because it changed my life yeah. like I will be talking about it till the day I die <laughs> and you have to do with it yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly do you guys ever feel this urge to just like drop everything and just go travel the world oh, literally like every week <laughs> what is your dream what is your guys's dream places like your next place you want to go oh, i like visit or live yeah. let's start with visit okay okay visit oh, i really want to go to hawaii mm-hmm. i really want to go to australia australia um i also just like i haven't gone back to brazil in six years mm-hmm. even though i like basically grew up there okay. i saw this tiktok today it was this girl basically like saying like it's this trend on tiktok and it's like i do it i pass it i fail i don't know what it is, but I fail. Um, and it was like move like go to the u.s like leave egypt and go to the u.s mm-hmm. like it's the first one and then like go back to egypt and then like still feel like i'm not at home yeah. mm-hmm. and i kind of feel that sometimes where like i've not lived in brazil for almost 10 years now mm-hmm. and I, I feel like us kind of feels like my home now mm-hmm. but then i know if i moved back to brazil trying to reconnect to my roots like it still would be an adaptation mm-hmm. yeah. process of reconnecting to my culture mm-hmm. but i haven't gone back in a really long time so yeah. that's probably one of my next visits though i really just want to go to the south of um italy or the south of france and just like go to the beach and chill yes that would be amazing i know like ride your bike down the streets of the south of france like imagine honestly yeah (laughs) like people do that yeah (laughs) that's people's life like that's the sometimes i think that's their everyday view like they wake up and they live in the south of france like imagine imagine just imagine on saturday i actually met two guys who were from france um they moved to like new york like three months ago and i was like my first question i asked him i was like so why did you move here (laughs) because i was like france is so beautiful but like i feel like everyone like always wants to be somewhere where they're not like the grass is always greener on the other side yes so then i was like i've always wanted to go to france and they're like i always wanted to live in new york it's crazy wait so what's your place that you would want um i I do want to just spend like a year in Europe like that's like one of my dreams just like being able to just like travel and like live in different countries for a while yeah (laughs) that would be my dream if me and Ish could like travel and podcast together like that would be crazy that would be the that's the dream yeah um but I really want to like um go to Japan and Australia really badly yeah Tokyo is my number one place oh my god number one place I actually did a psychic reading very recently okay she's like actually a medium so she was able to connect to like my guides my angels okay my ancestors and I asked her like what are places my soul wants to live in and she said or, or, or visit and she said my soul wants to live in or like my soul came to earth wanting to live in uh, Bali and Hawaii and to wow. visit Japan. Wait, so. okay, so I did, so my mom is like getting really into Reiki and she's like a level one healer now. Oh yeah? Okay, really? and yeah, she's a level one oh, healer yeah. and she has a friend who's like, who's really really into it so she did a psychic reading for me but i didn't know the right questions to ask i feel like like uh-huh. that's such a good question to ask her and she was like okay so what do you want to ask me and i'm like hmm, i should have thought this through because you need to like know the right things to ask yeah. also to get the right information out you know for sure mm-hmm. yeah and i was like i don't know what to do but i asked yeah some i'm basic actually questions. very interested in becoming a reiki yeah myself so i want to do a training yeah hopefully soon yeah mm-hmm. it's really and cool. she's also doing like um astrology predictive astrology oh, so yeah. she's learning both yeah your mom my mom oh my god i need to meet your yeah, mom. You need to meet my mom i feel like you would, we would so get along cool. <laughs> she's like one of those cool moms and like she's like very hip yeah, it's just a lot of fun yeah, so yeah. She's like it's a lot of it is in my house right now she's like she has like 
class like she does it like every weekday i think so she's like really getting into it yeah so is she doing classes now to still learn or is she doing it to like give reiki to no she's people? still learning she's still learning okay. yeah i think level one means you can heal yourself and then you're like offspring so she could like heal me like who came from her kind of thing okay. but like you can't heal other people until like level two and like you learn more so she's like just the basic right now gotcha. but that's yeah. amazing yeah mm-hmm. yeah reiki is really powerful and mm-hmm. i think just like energy in general and i want to get into the topic of spirituality as yeah. well um that's a big focus of my podcast and just like i would love to hear what the word spirituality means to you first and then we can go from there um i feel like to me love the new york city sound. embracing the new york sound in the background. um i feel like it comes when it's a time of like just like realizing who you are it's kind of like an awakening mm-hmm. um i feel like i really tapped into spirituality like when i was like really trying to discover who i was and it was just like a way of me to you know build more positivity into my life build more motivation into my life and start to like attract the things that i wanted um I don't know. I feel like... To You're sp- into manifestation, right? Very, very into yeah. manifestation. Yeah. She's like, I can tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we've talked about it yeah. before. Like, manifest... Yeah, because the first time we met, we were actually at a picnic with some of the, like, other girls in the yeah. health and wellness space, and you were in the middle of looking for an apartment. Yeah. And I told you, like, <laughs> imagine what the dream apartment is. Mm-hmm. Like, just think about what you want and not, like, how it's going to come. And I think that's what I told you. Yeah, you did. And then you DM'd me, like, a couple of days after I you, like, got, worked. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, no, no. I said, imagine, like, if you got accepted to your, that apartment, like, what you would do right after, mm-hmm. right? Like, let's say, like, would you text your parents and just be like, oh, my God, mom, dad, like, I got my apartment? Or, like, would you go and pick up the keys? Or, like, mm-hmm. what would it be? Yeah, Carolina, like, made me, like, visualize yeah. it. So, yeah. like, I was, like, literally, like, okay, this is what's gonna happen. And it literally happened. Yeah. yeah. And it was, it was That crazy. exact way. Yeah, I, like, texted her immediately after, and I was, like, you won't believe what happened. <laughs> literally yeah yeah. it's crazy it was cool yeah so how did before we jump into you Mm -hmm. how did that happen for you like when you first came into contact with it yeah so I I feel like during college I was going through like a lot of lows um I I love college and all the experiences it gave me but I just didn't align sometimes with like the classes I was taking on the education and my test anxiety was like always like really, really bad. No matter how many times I would like try to like find different ways. I just think sometimes parts of school are just not for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I was going through all those lows and COVID hit and I just like really needed something to look forward to. And I like came across, I started reading a lot, like a lot of self-improvement books, which really, really helped. What was the first one? Um, You Are a Badass, which is like one of my favorite books. I always turn back the pages to it. Like I literally leave it right by my bed. Um, And I stepped into manifestation through that because I was like, I really want to make strides in my life. I really want to make changes in my life. And the only way I can do that is if I really believe in myself and really act like it's already come to me before it's even happened. When I really started to like get into manifestation and really just started to believe in myself, I feel like I really just tapped into realizing the fact that you can make anything happen if you really just believe in yourself because if you see so many people who like are able to do the things that they want to do or able to attract the things that they want to do at the end of the day it's that belief inside them that they just mm-hmm. truly believe in themselves they truly love themselves and are just see that for themselves and I think that's when it like really hit me um during COVID and I don't know I feel like it's been such a game changer for my confidence um what I attracted in my life and just so many yeah other it's beautiful and it's so true imagine like the most successful people like there's no chance they don't believe in yeah. themselves there's no chance yeah. so that's so true mm-hmm. I listen to this podcast a lot called how I built this and because I'm super into entrepreneurship and like starting my own business and all of that and at the end of the day like the main theme between all these huge entrepreneurs is like they just built so much confidence and belief in themselves um and I feel like that's what everyone needs yeah mm-hmm. yeah what about you? And sometimes I think like going off of that too, like even if it's not doing anything for me, it's just easier to believe in yourself. Even if the, yeah. the minimum is just I'm happier. 
like that's fine mm-hmm. that is so fine with me and i think for me like covid is honestly like the, the two years of covid like was what really really like i think got me into spirituality a little bit more or i think i was always i don't know if i would say a pessimist but i considered myself a realist where i was like I don't think everything happens for a reason. I still don't know if I think that, but I used to be like, everything doesn't happen for a reason. Like things are just shitty and things are just good. And it's just the way it is. And we learn from it and we adapt, but like, that's just life. And that's the point of life. It's like our our school we're learning. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. But then I think like, I think COVID has taught me the importance of, of believing that the universe is working in for my greater good. Like, I didn't believe that before. I used to be like, things just happen and there's no like rhyme or reason. But I think it's so important truly to believe, to believe in some greater thing. And you're talking about you are a badass. She says that in it, like yeah. whether it's God, whether it's the universe, source energy, whatever that is for you, that you have to believe in something just to like make it yeah. easier on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. You know, just to be like, okay, like something is working for my greater yeah. good. I don't know. I think that's there important. Is, like there even when things feel so difficult or something really bad happens to you there could there is like an underlying thing that the universe is trying to teach you yes and (laughs) that's what i had to realize that like things are not happening to me they're happening for me what's the lesson yeah yeah exactly i have to like question myself yeah it's a very beautiful thing and i think um manifestation is just a, such a powerful thing when you really use it towards your advantage um you do have to put in the work though like i feel like sometimes people think like you just believe in it but i think you also do need to put in the work and you need to like take the steps to get there but mm-hmm. the belief at the end of the day is what really allows you to attract things yeah like manifestation is not just like here's what i want mm-hmm. it's like equal parts intention mm-hmm. and equal parts aligned action Mm -hmm. and equal parts surrender Mm -hmm. and equal parts belief yes Mm -hmm. it's all of them Mm -hmm. together and i think okay so growing up my family wasn't very religious but now the more i learned so i'm hindu my family is Mm -hmm. i think the more i learn about hinduism too there's so much related to spirituality i feel like tied with hinduism like like yoga meditation like all these things a lot of it came from hinduism so i think i don't know i think it's cool to like also get to kind of connect a little bit with religion because i didn't like and culture Mm because i didn't really my family is not very religious actually so like growing up it wasn't something that i really like i didn't grow up religious either like my i had like a first communion like Mm -hmm. i think i was catholic but i've been to church maybe like three times in my life like it wasn't a big part of my family's like day to day or overall like my dad considers himself atheist and then my mom is like the witchy woo woo spiritual (laughs) mom similar to your mom but like in a different way (laughs) where she's not doing like energy healing and that kind of stuff but she's very much into just us connecting to like manifestation stuff like that she told me about the secret she got me to watch the movie so she's like a big part of my spirituality and she's definitely very psychic herself but it's in a little bit of a different way though it's so true and we were talking about this a couple days ago how like hinduism is so tied to a lot of spirituality Mm -hmm. and it's a way like hinduism related things like yoga Mm -hmm. or things like that are are ways that a lot of people get into spirituality yeah like my my mom is like super into karma like Mm -hmm. she really believes in like what goes around comes around like if something bad happens to me or like happens bad to something else she always like tells me like you know something's gonna happen to them or something good happens to me or like that balance of like something yeah yeah and my like my view on that is that it might be in this lifetime or it Mm -hmm. might be in another lifetime exactly like it might happen to their soul or your soul in another lifetime in another body it might be like a lesson that your soul looks back on and it's like look i need to learn the other side of that let me go experience that i think at the most basic level it's like talking about energy it's energy you put out it's what comes back to you so for sure what the idea of karma is right like even if it's not like basically something bad happening it's like you're you're they're attracting bad energy yeah Yeah. like be the vibration you wish exactly exactly i think energy is just so important like when you walk into a room like what do you radiate because it's like literally what you attract. I feel like when you start to like think positively or like attract positive things, a lot of good things just start to happen to you. And it's like crazy how it like all works out by just like having a more positive outlook or like putting in positive energy out there and just being kinder to people. For sure. Yeah. That's so true. And that's embodying a higher vibration, right? Mm-hmm. Like a higher vibration is like acceptance, love, peace, kindness. That Like peace itself is like the most neutral 
baseline you should you should and could be at because if you're at peace you're not at like any extreme emotion you're not like ecstatic or like extremely excited or happy and you're not like sad or guilty or angry or shameful you're just at like at peace with what is you're just kind yeah. of in the present moment exactly so i think that's like, a huge way for me to also connect to my spirituality mm-hmm. and focusing on like what am i putting out there like, how am i treating other people or how am i choosing to show up today yeah i agree i feel like i have a really big example of like energy and like how it's kind of like affected me like in college I feel like I was just like in this like negative cycle loop like things just kept going wrong and I was just so confused and I think a lot of it was like every time something went wrong I would just blame myself and I'd be like everything's going wrong everything's bad as happening and then something bad would happen again it would just keep happening over and over again um but once I like learn how to shift my energy to like more of a positive one and like learn that not everything is negative things can be positive positive things just like start happening in like a cycle it's crazy how like when you shift your energy like positive things like just happen yeah yeah Yeah. and how did you how did that shift go um I think a lot of it was like I'm super into positive affirmations yeah (laughs) what's your favorite one right now um I I always put in like there's like five that I really love um I'm kind to others and that's the kind of energy that I receive um um, everything that I desire is for me. I, not, I'm like blanking out, but I have a few that I really love. Um, and I talk a lot about like, um, I'm deserving of the things that I desire. I, I treat others with kindness and others treat me with kindness. Like a lot of those affirmations. Yeah. Um, or like the work I'm putting in is the work is the I'll receive mm-hmm. like the same amount of effort yeah back. a lot of balance yeah. that's super Libra yeah. I love that <laughs> I literally Kelly and I literally have trust the process tattooed on my arm yes yeah. it's actually tattooed on my arm <laughs> I got it during COVID because I was like I love that yeah but I think okay so one of my favorite 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 ones so my dad dad was has always been into manifestation I don't know if he knew what that like if it that meant spirituality but he's always been into like self-help, self-help. and manifestation so this is one that he got I think from Tony Robbins but this is one of my favorite affirmations it's all I need is within me now that's the one I always like write in my journal and I and I write everywhere I don't know I just really like that one like this idea that I already have everything I need to be successful and to do what I want to do like it's already here I just need to tap into it like it's like you are capable yeah exactly yeah Yeah, I love that I recently recorded last week an episode for the podcast it was like 23 lessons i've learned in 23 years mm-hmm. and one of the lessons for me was you are the one yeah you are the one for yourself like there's no one or no th- no thing that's gonna come and complete you fix exactly. you so everything you need is already within you and mm-hmm. it's just about tapping into that vibration that best yeah. version mm-hmm. of yourself so one of my recent favorites is um show me how good it gets i love that that's really cool very cool i went to an event last week and (laughs) it's so good like i went to this event and it was like uh they were talking about like a new supplement and then at the end there was like a mini yoga stretch and meditation and then the instructor kept on saying that like show me how good it gets i also found but i had found that earlier from tiktok and she was saying like just put out into the universe that you're ready to receive a gift today and that you're ready to receive like some blessing no matter what or just put out into the universe what blessing you want and just it's gonna come today not tomorrow not three days from now what do you want today and yeah so for me i was talking about mental health a little bit i've always struggled with anxiety and with covid it's been like the worst it's been so like i think a lot of my affirmations have to do with that so one of my other favorites is like i'm in control and that's always been one i think that's been like good for me I think like when you're doing anxiety that's what you feel like you're not in control you know what I mean so I like that reminder I think it's also one of my really really like constant good kind of reminders to myself Mm -hmm. yeah for sure Mm -hmm. and you were also talking a little bit about like growing up with a like a dad that like took you to a Tony Robbins event so I would love to hear about the experience of going to a Tony Robbins event when you were how old so okay so I went so there's this leadership summit for Tony Robbins it's called GYLS and it's in like San Diego so you go for a week and I was in high school I think or like early high school maybe like ninth grade but like growing up like he has like books and books of self-help like it, it was always there I remember when I took my SATs like or even like my like what do you take in middle school like whatever standardized tests you have to take i remember him sitting me down and being like okay like like sit down and visualize like he was always into visualization he's always been into stuff like that and i think when you're younger like you think it's coming from your father like 
you're like what mm-hmm. is this like i think it, it took me until like becoming an adult until recently to realize oh like there is so much value in this because when you're younger you just think like oh my god yeah. this is annoying especially you when know? you're like a teen yeah <laughs> you're like dad stop no. yeah <laughs> i think it was so cool like going to that summit you're there for a week and i always said the thing that i learned from it the most is like how much people want to connect with you because yeah. like, you're going as a stranger to the summit and i was like okay like what, what is this really going to be like and they do have workshops but i think the biggest thing i learned was like how much people want to connect and how much people are like had the same struggles as you like everyone is going through their own version of the same thing you know what i mean and like all being in this environment like i we still i still follow like the people from that summit like really years ago on instagram like once in a while we'll comment on each other's posts like i don't know it's like it's kind of like bonding and everyone was there was for a reason of like exactly. growing improving themselves yeah all of that exactly it was really cool. Didn't your dad do that thing where uh, how he like manifested his house? Oh, should I tell that story? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so my parents obviously immigrated from India. So uh, I was born in India. So I was like okay. one and when, it, when we moved here. So first they like obviously lived in, it in like a small apartment. So my dad has also always like journaled. So like one time he was like cleaning out his office and he and he had a journal entry talking about certain things he wanted in our that we have in our house now like we have yeah. a he've, he's always wanted like a, a yard and we have like a like a big yard so he and literally the things that he had written like are there everything are there. yeah a lot of the things that he had written like wow. he wanted like i don't even remember like he wanted like a pool he like, like wanted a nice backyard yes. right yeah like yeah. a backyard has always been his dream and he didn't even i feel like it's subconscious he didn't even realize he was working towards it and then years and years later he like opened it and was like wow like i subconsciously Dude, was working towards it. so i recently went to tulum and yeah. this was like two weeks ago and two days after i get back from my trip I am talking to my three friends who I went with and one of my friends literally says like guys for some reason I like just looked back at my background on my computer which I make like as a vision board in the beginning of every year yeah and is this not the exact photo of the like restaurant and the hotel we were staying at oh my god and then I was like wait a second let me look at my vision board and then there's a little corner in my vision board that just says travel and there was this one sign that says follow that dream and when we were in tulum i was like guys like i need to take a picture in front of this i saw this on pinterest or like i think i had said like because when i was right before i was going i was like everyone like guess where i'm going and then i was when i responded to that and i said actually i'm going to tulum i had put that picture so i was like oh yeah like you know it's a tulum picture but when i made this vision board i didn't know it was tulum yeah i didn't type tulum into pinterest you're like oh this looks so pretty <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, this yeah. looks so uh, pretty. And yeah. I just put it, and it was the exact sign, like 10 minutes walking from our wow. hotel. That's why so, I think writing things down is so powerful. Yeah. I will always say, like, journaling is so important. Like, it, you can think it, but writing it down makes you subconsciously. It concretizes it. Yeah, it, like, makes you work towards it. Yeah. Just writing it down, even if you never look at it again, obviously, the more you look at it, the more it'll, like, be there in your mind. But, like, even if you never look at it. But that's, like, I also think not looking at it, mm-hmm. it's, like, surrendering. Yeah. Like, it's letting the universe figure out how it's going to come, and especially when you're not, like, trying to control, mm-hmm. like, yeah. or micromanage how it's going to come about. The manifestation mm-hmm. comes about more easily that yeah, way that's and true it sometimes even happens better than you expected it to be mm-hmm. yeah and then that's yeah. what i think a lot of surrendering is like if you try to force things to happen sometimes you're missing out on like the beauty that it could have happened in a better way or like mm-hmm. something even more bigger than you even imagined could even happen exactly yeah. or when you put timelines on things yeah. like when i was in my past job before i got this new job mm-hmm. i was working with a, a business coach and I told her, like, I know I'm not going to stay in this job for very long. Like, I know I want to quit, but I feel like I have to wait a year of being in this job to quit. And she was like, don't put that timeline on this dream or this, like, desire. Because what if the right opportunity comes about in, like, three months? Yeah. What if it comes about in, like, less than a year? Mm-hmm. If you let the universe decide the timing, like, it could happen in even better timing yeah. than if you decide to put the timing on it. On it. So. I really like that idea of surrendering. Like, I think I'm going to definitely take that I, I don't think i've ever thought about it like that mm-hmm. and again like i just think like i was talking about before like it's always been hard for me to like not be in control yeah because so, you're saying one of the affirmations yeah, i'm in yeah control. like i think it's, i have always struggled so much like i'm I've, i always need to be in control so i think like i really love the idea of just like surrendering to what's yeah. gonna happen letting yeah. go yeah yeah. Or even thinking about, like, why do you feel anxious, right? Mm-hmm. Like, maybe you feel anxious because, like, you're worrying about the future. And what's the future? Exactly what you cannot control, exactly. right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I've struggled with anxiety as well because mm-hmm. I'm always thinking about, like, what's next? What's the thing mm-hmm. I'm missing? What? Where? Why am I not there yet? 
and i've realized that it's really out of my control like what i can control is the present like i can control right now what i do mm-hmm. i can control how i talk to myself i can control how, the people i surround myself with and i can control like what i eat like certain things like that yeah but i cannot control the future i can't yeah. control what's gonna happen tomorrow yeah. to a t yeah like i'm taking a flight tomorrow i can't control yeah. like the weather exactly the weather what like what the whole trip is gonna be like Mm -hmm. who's gonna sit next to me in the plane like Mm -hmm. dude i have no clue (laughs) and even if i tried to guess it i probably wouldn't get it right so that's what i've done to help with my anxiety i think like what i've realized is that i think my mind just likes her problem solve so what it'll do is it'll search for a problem like preemptively and like i was so mad at myself i was like why do i feel this way why do i deal with this and then i got to a point where i'm like your anxiety is what also makes you achieve the things that you achieve mm-hmm. like have have the drive that you have have the passion that you have so it's kind of like it yeah. you know it's like this like mm-hmm. double-edged thing you're just learning how to like harness it and accept it. accept it in the yeah. times that it's not serving yeah. you in the best like way because i also I'm someone who also deals with like me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I also kind of had like a similar journey to Ish and like, I think like accepting our anxiety and just like, honestly, like using it as like a sort of like uniqueness and like towards my advantage kind of. Um, obviously, it's not something that I definitely don't want to go through all the time, but I've allowed it to like, you know, sometimes it makes me think more. It sometimes it challenges me more and I feel like it like pushes me sometimes mm-hmm. and I feel like allowing myself to be like, you know, I have this and how can I look at it in a positive way where it can benefit? How can I accept it? Yeah. I was going to say like, this is, I think something I've learned through therapy and have you ever used Headspace before? Yeah. No, but I, I meditate, okay. but I, I don't so really use Headspace. I, I have Headspace and I'm like, I haven't been meditating for a while, but I still get like a daily quote from it. And my, I think I also understood therapy, but I just got it literally today. And this reminded me like the idea of leaning into a negative emotion and then it goes away. Like, you yeah. know, I think with me, it's like when I start to feel ang- anxious, I'm like, no, like I don't. And then it makes it worse. Mm-hmm. That's what's making it worse. I'm anxious about being anxious and then it's just like a cycle. Mm-hmm. So when you just yeah. accept it, like, oh, okay, I feel like this. You're not going to hurt. It's not going to hurt me like what can it do it goes away a lot quicker just like lean into it a little bit for sure i recently uh read this book i still have one chapter two left but it's called how to do the work and it's by the holistic psychologist on instagram Mm -hmm. her name is dr nicole lapera and what she was talking about is emotional regulation in one of the chapters and what emotionally regulating is and a lot of us did not grow up with parents who know how to emotionally regulate yes Mm -hmm. um what emotionally regulating is is basically let's say you feel really angry or you're yeah. really sad it's about first sitting through that emotion and just like giving yourself some space to feel the emotion like actually feel angry or yeah. whatever it, it is that you're feeling identify i am angry or i am sad mm-hmm. and then breathe through it yeah it's like i'm angry but i'm gonna choose to sit here instead of like lash out or scream or like get mad at anyone else or project it like i'm just gonna sit here and i'm gonna breathe yeah. until it passes yeah because returning to our breath is that powerful and i was like wow that's so wild Mm because like both my parents like didn't emotionally regulate very much (laughs) and i think you know we are in a generation i think that's learning a lot more about mental health prioritizing a lot more the pandemic really emphasized it so investing more in our mental health than i think previous generations did Mm -hmm. and our parents were doing their best but Mm -hmm. i think it's really important to learn how to like accept what you're feeling Mm -hmm. and then fully feel it too yeah so like for example something like really scary happened to me yesterday and I was like I didn't know how to react to it and I feel like a lot of times people will tell you don't cry don't 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 you know be happy stop crying stop crying toxic positive yeah and I was like I just need to cry so I just (laughs) was bawling but like yeah I think because I let myself be angry let myself be sad I feel so much better today I feel so much just like more free and I lighter yeah and I feel like I I like let it out I feel like if I didn't cry or didn't let myself feel sad it would just bottle up inside of me I actually love crying (laughs) I love crying I love sometimes when I'm like when I'm like not feeling good I like I'm like, just let me cry, God. Like, I literally, I'm like, because it makes me feel so much better every time I do it. I literally yeah. will, like, pray to cry. I'm like, please, I like, I just want to cry this out right now. It literally releases it for me. Yeah. I think it's one of the most, like, yeah. quick, like, releases, yes. seriously, that I've, I've found. For sure. Like, I grew up hearing this law, like, stop crying, yeah. don't yes. cry. Yes. Um, 
at the dinner table and stuff and I really internalized it for super long and then that really led me in college and like even before to like numb myself or like Mm -hmm. try to avoid it and we try to numb our emotions in like many ways it could be like food it can be your phones scrolling like oh let me just like distract myself or it can also be like drinking or smoking or anything Mm -hmm. like that like drugs so I like really struggled with like just using weed to like mm-hmm. know my feelings and like ignore that I was like a very emotional person mm-hmm. and so now I'm really learning to like sit with those uncomfortable feelings and just like really embrace the fact that I'm an emotional being and when yeah. I'm sad I just need to cry mm-hmm. and like Pedro my boyfriend would just be like oh like stop, don't be sad like I don't like seeing you sad and that's what our parents do like they don't like to see yeah. us cry because it makes them feel <laughs> yeah. sad I feel like especially and so yeah. they just don't accept that they're also emotional yes. and so then they try to like project it and just stop us but it's all about just um, sitting with it and just being like, okay, like holding space and witnessing mm-hmm. your emotional experience. Yeah. I feel like a lot of like Ishanai's culture is like not accepting our emotions or mm-hmm. just like, we just like don't talk about our feelings in our culture. Yeah. Like it's very uncommon to just talk about mm-hmm. your feelings. Yeah. Um, and I just happen to have parents that are, I think a little bit more yeah. modern yes. or like, I think I've taught my parents a lot. Like, I taught them so much to a point where, like, when I was crying yesterday, I called my mom, and she was like, please cry. Like, she told me to cry. But, like, 10 years ago, she would be like, stop crying. Yeah. Um, So... I feel like sometimes like how you grow up can like make a huge impact on like oh it does yeah not even sometimes like all the time yeah so I yeah. think okay I'm like resonating so much with what you're saying mm-hmm. too because I think like I had amazing parents but mm-hmm. the one thing I think as an adult I've grown up and I've talked to my mom about this now is that they would always tell me let it go like snap out of it and I think stop I, thinking about stop it stop thinking about it and I internalized <laughs> that crazy like crazy I think I'm emotional but it made me feel like even more like if there's something wrong with Mm-hmm. And again, I think yeah. it's just like accepting who, who you are. And I think now, like talking about career and stuff, now I want to go into a career in psychology. And I'm, I'm realizing that like maybe like being this emotional person allows me to connect and understand where other people are come from. So like it's not, I always just think of it as a weakness. Like why do I feel so much? And why do I think about everything? And I'm like, it's just who you are. Yeah. Also, we're women. Like yes. we're supposed to tap into, we're supposed to tap into our Thank feminine. You. We're not crazy for feeling. Exactly. It's our power like it's our power to tap into that but I think I am learning how to feed into positive emotions and not negative ones because before I was like I have to feel everything and I still like feel my negative emotions I just don't give them as much energy as I used to I think I realized like I need to talk about everything and I'll talk about negative emotions and it makes me feel them more Mm -hmm. like I don't have to talk about them more than I need to I can just yeah. live it through, but I think I sometimes like stand it. Like I, like I mm. like to sit in it. Like my my mind finds it comfortable to sit in it longer than I need to, and I'm learning how to like Chill balance in. that. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, I feel like I do that too if I'm talking a lot about it. Mm-hmm. Like if I choose to talk about something uncomfortable or emotional for me. Usually, I try to only talk about it with one person. Yeah. Because then, if I decide to tell everyone about it, yes. like that's when it becomes almost like a part of your identity. Yeah. Um, but I find that the, for me, the best thing for me is writing it out. Like mm-hmm. when I write it out, I fully release it, but I just a lot of times don't bring myself to do it. Yeah. Because it's more effort. Yeah. Like actually putting it on paper and like a lot of the times people fear oh if I write it it becomes a reality whatever no it just allows you to observe and really see what are you feeling yeah. trying to like just mind dump yeah cause you're you know? like thinking with yourself yes yeah. like reparenting that inner child that wants to just feel cause mm-hmm. I've been doing a lot of learning around the difference between our inner child and our inner teen and our inner child is the part of us that just like wants to have an emotional experience and wants to feel like how many times when a baby starts to cry everyone just wants the baby to shut up yeah yeah. like or just like stop the baby from crying like we're emotional beings from the very moment we're born yeah. like we feel and we express our emotions yeah. like we can see a little baby like smile and whatever until we're very young right so mm-hmm. that emotional experience for us is our inner child and then our side of ourselves that's like more rebellious or just like once have a persona like the party girl the straight a student or like oh the helper like that's the identity that we develop more in our teen years and it's that side of ourselves that like needs more validation and like wants to be accepted and maybe struggled with like bullying or mm-hmm. wanting to fit in and that's that part of us that mm-hmm. kind of struggles with those feelings mm-hmm. yeah. so that's something i've been recently learning a lot about and i think the feel your feelings thing mm-hmm. is it's so important for us to becoming our adults and it's something yeah. we start to learn a lot going into our 22 
too. Mm -hmm. I think it's so important. I think being vulnerable and just like, I think sometimes it can be scary to like accept those emotions because Mm -hmm. we think, oh my God, everyone's going to think I'm weak or I might, I myself might think I'm weak because I'm feeling sad, but I think allowing yourself to be vulnerable and crying only makes you stronger and it makes you feel strong and look strong because you're allowing yourself to be vulnerable to others, be vulnerable to yourself and accept that not everything is going to be good. There's going to be times that are going to be a little harder and that's what makes you, you. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And I think both crying by yourself and crying in front of other people, just like feeling that is so good for your health too, because if we don't express our feelings, we hold them in and they become Mm -hmm. dis-ease in Mm -hmm. our body. Mm -hmm. So I think physically is also really important for us to feel our feelings. Mm -hmm. And when you show your emotions in front of other people, you give other people permission to show their emotions. Exactly. Exactly. You become so much closer to other people, I think, when Mm -hmm. you become vulnerable too. You realize that you're not alone in this world. Mm -hmm. Other people are feeling the same emotions that you're feeling too and you know I think that's the beauty of being open mm-hmm. yeah, yeah for sure mm-hmm. and speaking of just like you know emotional experiences and just navigating so many different emotions what is like one thing you guys feel like since you graduated and like since you've kind of stepped into the role of like an adult what have you learned like what's one thing that you've learned hmm, I feel like there's so many mm-hmm. there's like so many it's like it can be multiple <laughs> um I definitely think the biggest thing I learned is just like confidence because like I don't think I was a very confident person like two or three years ago I was like super down on myself like a lot of negative self-talk and one thing my mom told me is that like when you're confident in yourself a lot of things just tend to be a lot happier and I like really started to believe in that and I like would look at myself in the mirror just like so much more prouder of myself because I was like confident in myself of who I am and my uniqueness and when you really start to embrace that and embrace that in your adulthood um, especially after college when you're in a world where everyone is so different everyone is doing their own separate thing no one's doing the same thing anymore it's like so important to be confident in yourself and what you're doing because you're not doing what everyone else is doing. So you just have to be really proud of yourself, really proud of what you're doing, and just keep going that way. Yes. Beautiful. (laughs) I think for me, again, there's a lot, but I think with adulthood, it's like learning that success is, I come up with that definition. I think a lot of it is like, I think up until I graduated college, I had a path set. Like, okay, I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna go to high school, I'm gonna go to college, and then I'm gonna get a job. And now I'm like, wait, for the first time I'm getting to like, actually think about what does success mean to me? What do I want out of life? And I never really had these like conversations. And I'm realizing that that's like really up to me. So I think that's something I'm learning. Like that's like one of the, I guess like pleasures or like, what's the word like of adulthood right like you get to like have so much control over that you're the writer of your own book and your own story yeah Yeah. (laughs) exactly I feel like for me one of the biggest things I've learned is to not compare my timeline to other people's because I've done a lot of work on like comparison Mm -hmm. I think comparison is something can happen a lot in your 20s oh yeah and it took me a long time to just like figure out how to deal with it and I think for me um one thing I realized is that one there's a couple things one is like if you're comparing someone's life to yours, you can't compare it in isolation. Mm-hmm. You can't compare one aspect of a person's life to your aspect of that life because would you want to switch everything about your life for that person's? Probably not. not yeah. yeah. And then also, you don't know where that person started. You don't know what they're doing behind the scenes. You don't know mm-hmm. how they truly feel about that. Like everyone's going through something and everyone's kind of figuring out no one really knows what they're doing and you're again in your own little timeline and then the other thing is that one of my good friends Sloan who I interviewed in the podcast recently Mm -hmm. said this to me she said in our 20s we're all gonna be in different timelines like people are gonna have kids at a different time people are gonna reach career points in different times people might not have like the they might decide not to have a career and like be a stay-at-home mom or be a stay-at-home dad or maybe someone's gonna get a pet at a different time like (laughs) who who knows like we're all in different times and so the sooner you make peace with that the easier it is to navigate Mm -hmm. your 20s so i feel like that's like a good way to wrap up the learnings and then i want to do a little round of rapid fire questions so let's go into it let's do it so my first question that i always like to ask for fun Mm -hmm. is coffee or matcha coffee matcha (laughs) 
Yeah. Right, what's your coffee slash matcha order, or what'd you um, make at home? I always get. I'm a huge hot coffee person. I don't get ice drinks a lot, so I'll get like a hot americano with steamed almond milk on top, and it's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big tea person. So just what do you like, put in your matcha? Mm, I okay. So I like just like iced matcha, but I also just like like Earl Grey like tea, like Indian tea, mm-hmm. masala tea. Like I like love tea. Amazing. I could have all green tea, but I love tea. I yeah. feel like when I was in college, I didn't drink a lot of coffee. Mm-hmm. I barely drank coffee uh, in the beginning of college, and I mm-hmm. always was like a tea person. Yeah. And then when I discovered coffee slash matcha, like I was, I never really went back. <laughs> though I do love a tea in, yeah. at night, like before yeah. bed. Yeah, yeah. I love Post tea. Post dinner. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's very soothing. So nice. Um, okay, what's a mantra that you live by? Or a quote? You go first. I feel like we discussed so many, like, mantras, mantras. and quotes. Okay, I'm going to say trust the process right now, because I feel like that's one that I'm trying to remind myself of. I think um, a lot of what I was saying in the beginning beginning is, like, belief. So, like, she believed she could, so she did. <laughs> yeah. I actually did, like, a little intention-setting exercise uh-huh. in the beginning of this year, and that's, like, the quote that I chose for my really? year. Wow. Yeah, I, <laughs> I love that one. The quote's on my laptop. It's, I have, like, a sticker. Yeah. I feel like it's such a good one. Really defines like a lot of things that I was kind of saying but like I don't know I just really love it yeah Yeah. that's a great one Mm -hmm. and then if you could pick a book to change your life or like a book you would like to recommend to whoever's listening to this what would it be yeah um I think the book that I was talking about earlier like you are a badass especially for someone who like hasn't read a lot of self-improvement books I feel like she writes in a such a good first self-improvement book yeah because it's very easy to like understand and be like interested in like it's an easy read and you can yes. really relate to it. So I don't know. I constantly am looking at the book and I've had that book for like two years. Yeah. Now. Have you like, read You Are a Badass at Making Money? Yes. I'm reading so that right So good. I was okay. actually talking about it earlier today. Ah. Yeah. It's a great book. Ah, I can't wait to finish it. <laughs> okay. I'm laughing because Manasa knows I'm like a huge reader. Like <laughs> I read like insane, but I read a lot of fiction. I want her to okay. start a book TikTok I've been so wanting. Bad, you should. Like, I cannot. Bring, I just how many Like how many books do you read a month more or less? <laughs> There's so many. No, I love. I think it depends the more the on. Okay, when I'm working, it's less. But I could read like three a week. Like <gasps> in the summer, I read like one a day. So do you scroll a, a lot on your phone? I feel like if you scroll a lot on your phone, you don't have time to read three books a week. I think so. I think it's okay. I think with work, it becomes harder. Like a good week would be like three a week, depending on like what I'm doing after work or like how busy my work day is. But like I read fiction a lot more. Okay. I'm trying to get myself into self help slash nonfiction. Uh-huh. But my one of my favorite books ever it's a fiction book it's called i've talked about this every time it's called the namesake by jim Lahiri, and it's like the namesake of, the namesake there's also a movie on it but oh like the book is always better than the movie but it is so so good and i just love her writing style and it's just like a really good story about immigration and like this man's life so i love that book amazing but I, that's like literally exemplification of gemini energy also really? just like loving to learn and like reading and stuff so yeah. or le- learning yeah. new things about gemini's i read like a crazy person like i'm literally I we're talking that. about taking ourselves on dates i literally have like a date plan with myself this week and i'm going to the library i'm getting a book card the like, library card and getting myself some I books like yeah i already have decided i love that so much and if someone didn't hear the entirety of this episode except this part what message would you want to leave them with um you are the writer of your own story and there are so many chapters that you still have left to read and we were talking a lot about like adulthood and you know just remind yourself that you have so much life to live you're so young there's no need to rush anything just like turn page by page every day let things happen and allow yourself to believe that you can create the story that you want to create yes Mm -hmm. so i i think like one thing my dad told me this recently he was like everyone says life is short but he's like life is long you have a lot of like time you have yet to experience a lot of happy moments like think of life as this like it's long it's not like we tend to think like oh my god like i'm rushing but like you have a lot of like you have space and time so i think that would be like one of my takeaways i love that so much Mm -hmm. i was talking to a friend about this recently i feel a lot of the times that i'm just like rushing to get to the next thing or Mm -hmm. i'm running out of time to do all the things i want i think that's a beautiful way Mm -hmm. to put it both like your life story still has so many chapters Mm -hmm. life is long Mm -hmm. and we're writing it today and always Mm -hmm. so 
I love that. This was so fun. This was I really love this. I feel like so like I feel so calm. Yeah. No, I was telling Carolina before that like I just her presence is just so calm. <laughs> I feel so charged up. I'm about to go home and pull my journal out because yeah, I have so many thoughts so in my head where I'm like, oh that yes. that 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 yeah. And you'll be able to listen back to this mm-hmm. and remember exactly. some things you might forget. So exactly. Yeah. No, it was such a, an amazing conversation. I feel like it flowed so well. We touched on so many important yeah. things. Mm-hmm. So I'm so grateful we were able to record in person. Yeah, also, this was really really fun. <laughs> yeah, I love. I've been loving recording in person as much yeah. as possible. So I'm yeah. really happy we were able to do this. Mm-hmm. And tell everyone where they can find you guys on socials your handles yeah um you can follow the podcast i think it's uh, there's plenty at there's plenty in 25 the handle is different on both instagram and tiktok so I was oh yeah confused. what's the tiktok one i think it's tpit podcast yeah. i think we need to like generalize it but you can follow us on instagram at there's plenty in 20 um and i also have an instagram and tiktok it's monisa.hurry yeah. Then mine is the podcast, and then my Instagram is at Ishika K underscore. Yeah. And I'll link all of that in the show notes, too. Yay. Thank you for having Yay. us. Thank, thank you, guys. It <laughs> was so fun. Had a lot of fun. Yay. Yay. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope you enjoyed, and I'll see you guys soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs>